Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive, HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Eating Wild Broke. I'm your host, Colleen Witt, and today we have entrepreneur and inventor, Miss Chantel Jackson's in the building, also known as Miss Jackson. That's how we always, we call you Miss Jackson, and then we go, Miss Chantel Jackson, yes. Oh, Miss Jackson, if you nasty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. E- either way, either way, you know what? The Miss Jackson is, of course, Jackson is my last name, but mm-hmm. ever since... Outcast came out with that song. Mm-hmm. I think I was like 14, 15, and in school, even the teachers were in on it. Like it was, it was roll call during like the the announcements or um, throughout the day. And when my name was called, everybody would go ooh, and I'm just like, it's just like <laughs> a part of. 
I don't know who I am. It's, I, I don't know. It's it's always been hilarious to me, but I am Miss Jackson. So yeah, and it, it, it's good. It like kind of started you with a brand before you. I you think know, it right? did. I think it did. It was just I, I can't help that is my last name, but it just came with something, and it just pivoted me into. Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. Well, what do you have us eating, Miss Jackson? So, I have some good old-fashioned, I guess you would say some country Bama pickled eggs. Um, And it's pretty much nothing but vinegar, some spices, some red dye, and some eggs. I've never, ever seen this. So, when you mentioned pickled eggs, I didn't know if you had like a sandwich bag no. Wait, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to, but she said pickled eggs. I said, pick, what? So it already comes like this. And when I was little, um, we used to go to the, the, the corner store or the um, the candy lady's house. Mm-hmm. Um, if we lived in apartments at the time and asked for a pickle egg. And maybe at the time it was maybe 20 cents or a quarter. Wow. And yep. Where are you from? Miami. Oh, you're from Miami. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were selling pickled eggs in Miami? Yeah. Okay. So where do you get these out here? You can't get these out here. I ordered these online to be here. Oh, wow. So, so you're I, a real pickled eggs fan. I am. I can't even say the last time you ate this was you was broke. You just attached to the pickled eggs. I'm attached at the hip to the pickled eggs. Honestly, it would even get worse than this back home. But now I'm a vegetarian. Okay. So I'm still safe with the eggs, mm-hmm. the pickled eggs. Um, but I used to eat the hot sausage with the pork or the pickled pig feet. Like, yeah, it was bad. What? Yeah. Okay, well, let's try these. Can okay. we try these? Are we clear before we... Uh... Yeah, okay, good. Let's try some pickled eggs now. I've never had pickled eggs before, guys. So if my face does all these, like, expressions, don't mind me because I'm, like, an expression girl. Like, I have a million wrinkles dedicated to me before I hit 40. (laughs) (laughs) I wrinkle my face so much. But let's try these. And thank you for sharing this, like, delicate, what is it, like a... This is, is like, a a southern delicacy, if I'm saying that right. It is. That's the word I was... I was looking for her because we couldn't even get these. She came with these. these that's how you know it's real. She she had yep. another dish and she said, you know what? I've mm-hmm. never seen this in California. Ever. And how often do you order these? Um, You know what? A lot of the time, I, I always have to wait till I go home to Miami to get them. So this past week, I was there for my birthday. And as soon as I touched down off the plane mm-hmm. um, and... Uh, went to the gas station. They had pickled eggs. <laughs> so I was I was getting pickled eggs. This is interesting. So the pickled eggs are red. For all y'all listeners, it's like in this jar of juice. Um, so how oh do you get gosh. it out? You use a fork? Yep, get your okay. fork. We got a fork. So do you... 
If you don't have pickled eggs, do you just naturally like eggs, or is it just the whole flavor package? I do. I do naturally like eggs, but the pickled egg is just something just totally different. Or you can use your spoon. Oh yeah, that's probably smarter. Um, but oh, you can smell it. Do you like vinegar? Are you a vinegar Um, person? I mean, I don't know. I'm a Jew and a Jamaican. I think I like everything from. I'm trying to think I, of I a think Jewish you, food I that I might, like. I think you might like this. <laughs> Not that many. I think you might like this. Okay. So do I, should I try to break it or do I just bite it? How do you I, just pick it up and bite it. Here we go. Yep. Don't mind the faces, everybody here. Like, cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Oh, it's hard. I thought it was going to be soft. It's not that bad. I was expecting softness. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be soft. From it fermenting in this juice. And like cooked it? It cooks it like that. Well, one, they boil them first. But then, you know, still with the um, a boiled egg, is still soft. But the juice gets it to this. I'm not going to lie, Miss Jackson. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> this is an acquired taste. <laughs> I mean, you had to have been broke to be eating these. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm going to make... Our crew try it because sometimes we have, have stuff on this show where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to get in here. <laughs> Shout mm. out to Jared. <laughs> Jared, you ready to try this? No? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. This is an acquired taste. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I give you kudos for this. I give you... Miss <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, I give you kudos for this because... I, I This it. is a once-in-a-lifetime... One Same. and done for me, yeah. Are you you're from? I'm from New York. You're from New York. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah, so I don't even think it's uh it's definitely no. not a New York thing. You don't see no. pickled it's eggs so up there. It's so different, everybody. Like you guys gotta just try this one time. It's definitely like if you like vinegar. Mm-hmm. I'm I like a vinegar person. I love vinegar. Yeah, we just we just had a guest on that likes vinegar too. Say like, I put vinegar on everything. She would have loved this. You and her could have had a. A vinegar, a vinegar fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was going on at the time when you were eating pickled eggs? I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat the whole egg. By the way, you got to. It's still protein. Yeah. It's, Get never again. This is one and done. <laughs> this is one and done. But what was going on when you were eating pickled egg yolks? I mean, when I was younger, um, I I, I love to eat this just in general, mm-hmm. but. To continue to eat it, um, it's a it's a taste for me. It's nostalgic for me. Um, it's what I grew up eating. Walking to the corner store that was even a thing. Being young, mm-hmm. walking to the corner store, or even before school started, we walked to the corner store, got um, chips and hot sausage or pickled egg. But you saw like candy now, later's chips. The little Twinkies in the package, she said, oh, those eggs, those eggs are calling my name. I need a pickled egg. Oh, I needed a pickled goodness. egg. Um, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I think the whole world learned something very new about you. <laughs> I don't, think, yeah, any, I think, I don't I, think anyone would ever say, okay, Miss Jackson, she's kicking back some pickled, pickled eggs. Pickled eggs, yeah. I don't, yeah, people will probably look at me and think, yeah, she's not eating that. No, yeah. when, when I look at you, I'm like, okay. She's fit, you know. You're physically beautiful, so uh, okay. She's probably eating all these. I have no idea. Maybe sushi or something. Then you show up with pickled eggs, 
as like yep. a favorite thing that you're ordering through the mail. No, no, I'm like proud. It's like where I come from. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like part of when people look at me, they oh, just pretty face mm-hmm. and um, maybe nothing really behind it. But is it? It is a lot more to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just a pretty face. Um, but a lot of people don't know how I grew up either. Mm-hmm. I mean, at seven, eight, nine years old, um, I was getting in the house before my mom, mm-hmm. making sure my siblings were um, doing their homework or bathed before she got home. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she went, she worked a job, and then she did uh, night school as well. Wow. Was she a single parent or? Um, single parent. Mm-hmm. My father, um, my father, I think, was in prison till I was about 10 or 11 years old. Okay. Um, but, yep, single parent, uh, getting home um, late, having to cook for us sometimes. And then even with that, I felt bad that my mom had to come home and cook for us. Mm-hmm. So I started cooking at a young age, just simple things. Or mm-hmm. I would see her making like simple meals like the the beans and the rice mm-hmm. and um oh I can make that. Yeah. So trying to cook these certain things before she even got home um made me feel good that she didn't have to do this extra stuff cuz she's busting her ass all day and then night to provide a better life for us. Wow. Were you the oldest of your siblings? Um yeah, that were living in the household. Wow. Yeah. wow. So um, it was me, and then I had two younger sisters, and then two cousins living living with us at wow. the time. So, Wow. That's cool that you looked out for your mom like that, though. That's really cool. I feel like it, it, it made me, it helped shape me into who I am mm-hmm. today, just with um, loving my family, loving where I came from, um, loving how she raised me or looking out for my siblings, just how I had to or just wanted to because I didn't have to, mm-hmm. um, mind you. But it's like when you have family and you you love and you look at your family a certain way, like you want to look out for them. You yeah. want them to... Um, be good at the end of the day. Yeah. So. Yeah, I understand that. So where did like entrepreneurship hit your like when did it hit your radar? Um, you know what? Entrepreneurship, it just it just came naturally. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, just in general, um, I love the glitz and the glam of um, being an actress or Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, movies, um, modeling. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to a television production um, high school. So I learned like a lot of the behind the scenes of um, filming or writing scripts and things like that. Um, and I also like went to like a little modeling school when I was younger. Um, but along with those things, uh, I was always obsessed with um clothes or mm. high heels. Your shoe collection's crazy. Oh, uh, that's it's like uh, I call it a good bad habit if that <laughs> if that makes sense. Um so every since I could remember I was wearing high heels. Mm-hmm. Um or my mom would let me wear high heels since I was like 14 15. Okay. I've been wearing high heels. Now were you one of those girls that were like the only one in the school wearing heels or was everybody wearing heels in your school? Um, you went to Miami, right? So Yeah. So it was- but I think around my generation, they were 
still into those sneakers. Like I would mm-hmm. wear the sneakers and stuff like that, but I would still like want to rock my little platforms and okay. like be a little different and stuff. But I always been like that mm-hmm. with your shoes, with my shoes. Like I'm trying to remember. So were you doing like entrepreneurial type stuff in high school or? Yeah. So in high school, well, in, I started in middle school, middle school, then high school. Um, I was selling uh, chips, mm-hmm. juice, honey buns, candy. So I would go to school with a, a big bag, um, like a, a mini duffel bag, and I would freeze the juices um, at night. Um, before I went to school, take them out. And in the morning, people would be getting their juices and their honey buns for me or throughout class. And sometimes I would get in trouble because people would be knocking on my door or like homeroom, like, um, Ms. Jackson in here? And the teacher would be like, if you don't get out of here. Um, but like coming to get chips yeah. or candy or juice. Uh, so, yeah, that was, you just made me realize that that was like the start of my entrepreneurial and what were you using but, the money for? Um, for school stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom pretty much had to provide for me and my sisters, um, my my two cousins. And it was things that I wanted that she really didn't have the money to get me. So if I wanted to go on a field trip or get extra things for school, I was making this money mm-hmm. with selling this stuff in school to provide myself with what I wanted pretty much like, um, even for prom or, um, high school events and stuff like that. Uh, the money didn't have to come out of her pocket. So, and it felt, it made me, it made me feel good that I was making my own money to buy the stuff that I wanted at the end of the day. Yeah. Now when I was growing up in school, we were, we were definitely poor. We didn't ask our parents for anything. But if you were poor in my school, you got made fun of. They was like, scrub. Especially when TLC dropped the no scrubs. Oh, yeah. We got made fun of bad if we didn't have, like, the cool kicks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So did you have to experience that? Or did you? were you making enough money to, like, be like, here's my one pair of good shoes to rock? Or? You know what? Um, I didn't really experience that. And I feel like... In a sense, like kids maybe picked on kids that they knew that they could pick on because I didn't have the best of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have the worst of things either. Mm-hmm. Um, I still had like my little things here and there. My my father, um, when he did get out of prison, um, was able to, you know, help out some and stuff like that. So I had a pair of Nikes mm-hmm. or um, some Pumas or some I think when I was younger, some uh, Sacconis, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But that still, um, uh, I still um, didn't have everything I mm-hmm. wanted. Like kids was walk, kids were rocking um, uh, Pepel or uh, Fubu or Sean John, um, things like that, and I I definitely couldn't afford that. Okay. So, I mean, off label clothes, no label clothes. Um, when I got to high school, I did wear um, uniforms so. So that that did make it easier because you have your uniform and then you just wore your your plain pants or something like that. Yeah. So I watch your social media. I'm I'm a fan of yours, and and we have some mutual friends, so we get to cross over a little bit. Right. Um, but I'm a fan of yours. You know, you're 
definitely we've already touched on you know you're externally beautiful you're hilarious online you you definitely a little bit you definitely have your <laughs> i feel like your your funny side is definitely showcased on your social media but when i see you know what caught my attention was you have the shoe gummies mm -hmm. and i know that process was this process wasn't your typical like when you see um you know, celebrities, they'll do like endorsement deals or, mm -hmm. or, you know, like they'll kind of, pay, I'm not negating anybody's work or anything, but yeah. it's more of a sign on. But in your case, you invented something yeah. to help aid your shoe, um, your shoe collection, I think? Yeah, pretty much my shoe collection. What was the process like to, like, were you fighting a, did you find a problem and then realize there was no solution and then you went to invention mode? Yeah, pretty much. So honestly, just with having my own obsession with high heels, wearing them day in and day out, I was already on the search for finding something that would help them be more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And everything at the time, I think maybe there were some foot creams, mm -hmm. um, which absolutely don't do anything or inserts shoe mm -hmm. um, the shoe inserts for the ball of the foot and those did absolutely nothing to me uh, so I just particularly had my aha moment one day and just thought well if things go in the shoe and they don't do anything or if they do go in the shoe they can make the shoe tighter or slip That's around true. yeah, yeah. I was like, well, what stops me from maybe putting something on the outside bottom? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have more room here and um, this can, to me, do more good than something going inside. Mm -hmm. So at the time, I took one pair of shoe to my shoe repair guy at the time and I asked him, how much rubber or material can I put on the bottom of this shoe so I can um, still walk in it? and um, it's uh, it's still wearable. Mm -hmm. He put um, like a quarter of an inch thick of rubber on the bottom of the shoe. I picked it up like a week later. Um, I wore it that night, and I kid you not, I was amazed at how this little piece of rubber that he put under the shoe really changed the dynamic of the steps that I was taking in the shoe from when they didn't have the product on there. Wow. And I was taking my shoes 20 and 30 pair to him um, after that so he can put extra rubber at the bottom because it did make what that much of a difference. You, so you realize you can't put something in the shoe, but what made you think, I just can't imagine how you thought that far. Um, so like literally think, and it's genius because if you think about it, like what is it? You're offsetting the balance back onto the heel of the shoe. Is that so it? So what happens is it um, it can tilt your foot and the shoe back slightly mm -hmm. and it'll take a lot of that pressure off the balls of the feet. Mm -hmm. And even in some instances, it redistributes some of that pressure more evenly across the foot mm -hmm. and putting um um, more pressure on the heel as mm -hmm. well. Um, normally when we wear high heels, it's over 75% of our body weight on the balls of our feet. Okay. So that's like one of the bigger issues. So now you have all this weight on the balls of your feet, which is going to make your, your toes um, hurt faster, the balls of your feet, um, and all of that. So that's where... I come into play with shoe gummy and it does take the pressure off. Um, I feel like it makes me walk more confidently mm -hmm. because when I wear heels, 
um, the best way that I can describe it is like a forward feeling. Mm -hmm. And it's like uh, when you put your heels on and you're shifted this way. Mm -hmm. So with my product, now your weight is shifted oh, back, back into okay. a more comfortable stance. That makes sense. Yeah, instead of that forward feeling. And I feel like um, a lot of women wear heels and they're constantly it's on yeah. like a, a tilt forward and um that's it's it's uncomfortable yeah i i um i'm starting to get a small shoe collection mm -hmm. you know i do one shoe at a time I'll, I'll splurge like once every couple months um by the way we have to there was a shoe cam you need a shoe cam because her shoes are so fire today oh yeah um you definitely you have to start to get a shoe cam for sure. Yeah, yeah. Your shoes are, these are beautiful red boots. But I, I, so I went into the store the other day. I think I had seen like Saint Laurent or something. It was cute. These cute little shoes with the little S and on the oh front. Oh, my god! And I tried those things on. And then things hurt so bad. And I was like, yeah, these are fly. But man, like, if I go, because I'm, I'm doing this um, festival in New York. And so I was like, oh, I'll just wear this during a festival. I'm like, I would literally have to have them in my bag and just yeah. wear them while sitting. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm not spending, you know, I think it was like. dollars $900 for that were, shoe. Oh, you really? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, but I was or like, more. I'm not dropping that much for a pair of shoes that I can't even wear for like three seconds. And I've done that before where I've dropped that much. And they collect dust in my closet because yeah. I'm like, I can't ever wear it again. And so that particular shoe that you're talking about. A lot of ladies come to me complaining about that shoe in particular, and mm -hmm. I literally just did a post about it. Um, I saw the comments on it, too. Yeah. They were going in. Ain't um, nothing you can do to fix that shoe. Yeah, like so <laughs> many people complain about that shoe, and then like some people are like, well, why do you even pay that much? And, mm -hmm. you know, the shoe is uncomfortable. I, I think with heels just in general, like— the pain that we get from wearing the heels is the price of this beauty. Mm -hmm. But with my product, I I help with that mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Um, someone else just did a post with that YSL shoe. Her mm -hmm. shoe literally had dust in the shoe. <laughs> you can see the dust in the video on the shoe. And she put um, the gummies on the bottom. And um, she did like a whole bunch of crazy stuff in the video, like um, doing the Megan Thee Stallion knees or can I swallow mente now with what? the gummies on the bottom. So like it was a really good video, but mm -hmm. um, that shoe in particular is, is definitely um, a killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I want to start leaning towards like Fendi or something because Fendi has some comfortable shoes. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I, I think every brand can have some comfortable shoes. It's just like those certain ones are just really uncomfortable. Yeah. And a lot of women don't factor certain things also with heels. They they just think going out the gate, I'm going to wear a five-inch heel mm-hmm. and I'm going to wear this all night and is this and that. No, 
it's a lot of factors when it comes to high heels. Do you have flat feet? Mm -hmm. um, even the um, the length of your legs as well. Like, do you normally walk in heels? Um, have you ever walked in a five inch heel, four inch heel, three inch heel? Um, it's just a lot of factors when it comes wow. to high heels. Wow. Yeah. I would not even think about those questions. I just go in. I'm like, well, today I want to uh, look sexy for my husband. So mm -hmm. I'm going I'm to look cool and yeah. figure out the how to walk in them later. Yeah. The the instep, the the height of the heel. I can go on and on about a pair of shoes and what can be more comfortable and what to stay away from. Like, a, do you... Um, uh, like a pointed shoe, those so-cates. You know what those are? No. The, the Christian Louboutins? Oh, yeah. Uh, you mean the ones that come to a point? Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever bother. I don't even bother. Yeah. Some people buy, um, some ladies buy my product, and they think that shoe gummies help with the point of the shoe. And I'm like, no, baby. No. Like, I'm just trying to help with the pressure on the balls of your feet. But if you want to cram your feet in this point. Yeah. You got to deal with that all on your own. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Now, in those cases, are they supposed to buy the shoes bigger so it doesn't go to the point? I mean, you have to really know what size to buy that shoe in. Because, one, you don't want it flapping off if mm -hmm. you buy it too big. But then you don't want it too tight because your feet are already crammed in that pointed style. Mm -hmm. Now, do you see shoe gummies as the beginning of other... Because there's so many pressure points. Like, when I wear heels, I don't wear a lot of heels anymore, but... When I wear heels, like there's, you know, the side, the, what is that, the corns? Uh, I don't know if I'm using the right terms, what? bunions or whatever. I don't bunion, know. Okay. You know, like this side right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that side, that can be the bunion. Yeah. So, you like, are you going to start doing, because the gummies are like, I feel like the gummies are just the beginning, especially the way you talk. You're like a shoe connoisseur. Yeah. Like, like you're I'm, like. I'm all about my foot health, honestly. When, when my feet are good mm -hmm. and I'm out and about, um, I'm mixing and mingling. I don't want to worry about my feet. Mm -hmm. I feel like if, if, if my feet hurt, and I think a lot of people who wear heels can contest for this. You're just not in the mood to do anything. Oh, yeah. You you don't want to talk. I'm going to just sit down over here till it's time to go. And um, that's not what I want to deal with when I'm and I'm out and I'm wearing my heels. Like, I want to wear them. I want to show them. I want to walk around. So, yeah. So, kind of stepping back a little bit. Um, so, you take your 20 or 30 pairs of shoes and you start adding this rubber layer. This oh. is the the pre-gummy. The pre-gummy. The pre-gummy. At what point do you say, okay, I want to invest more time, energy, and money into actually making this brand? Yeah. So, I came up with Shoe Gummy or the first um, idea of it in 2009. Geez, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't think to make it a consumer product until about, um, I would say maybe six, seven years ago now. Okay. Um, but having that moment or those thoughts, I just thought to myself, well, I know what the product does and I wear it. Mm -hmm. And probably at the time I had a few friends maybe going to get the rubber put on the bottom of their shoes. Mm -hmm. So they know how it worked. Mm -hmm. So after knowing you, they got it. Yeah. So then this isn't like you're selling it. They were just like, oh, what are you doing the last 30 hours? And you were like, shoe gummy. Well, well shoe, yeah. You were like, like I'm they'll, taking they'll, it to this place. Okay. They would complain about their mm -hmm. shoes. And I would just tell them, well, send the shoe over here and they'll do this wow. to it. And they would rave about it because mm -hmm. they wouldn't be able to um, 
where maybe it was a shoe that they had wore for an hour, couldn't wear it past an hour. Mm-hmm. It was just insane, crazy. Mm-hmm. Put the um, the gummy at the time, what it was, on the bottom, and they were able to wear the shoe the whole night. Wow. So wow. It, it really made that much of a difference. And um, up until six, seven years ago, I started to think, well, maybe I need to hone in on this, like, to make it a consumer product. Like, yeah. how do I do that? Because at the time, the shoe repair guy had to do it for me. Mm-hmm. So now I just started, I had to start thinking, all right, what do I have to do to make this a product that people can put on at home? Yeah. So what was that next step like? Well, first, before all of that, um, I found me a patent lawyer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I found a patent lawyer and um, pretty much started the paperwork with him um, with uh, filing my patent application. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we had to do first was, um, I think, look into the U.S. database, the patent database, and do um, uh, to look if anything on the market was like this. And I was already telling him. Absolutely not, because yeah. I would be using it. Yeah. <laughs> so before I love that. Yeah. So before, um, before still before then, he was just like, we have to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Then moving forward from that, we started my um, my uh, patent application, mm-hmm. and um, while that was getting done, um, I found a CAD designer. And um, a CAD designer is someone who can um, um, digitally uh, digitally um, make um, the product in the computer. Okay. And um, from there, um, we came up with like the first what the first gummy looked like. Mm-hmm. It looked like a uh, honestly not what this is today. Mm-hmm. It looked like a little tadpole. Like I had a little t- a tail coming up the shoe, and then mm-hmm. like as I started to um, do more research and develop the product, um, the tail went away, and then like the product got bigger and what it is now. So wow. So. For everyone, time frame wise, you're so you start in two thousand and nine. You don't start actually making it into the brand until like seven, six, seven years ago. So we could see like this is a a long yeah. journey. Yeah. Now, were you like, would I say like losing a risky amount of money trying to invest in this thing, or were you like, uh, like was it uncomfortable getting into the space? Was there a part of you that was like risk scared or risk? confidence like where was it at um, uh the honestly the the i did put uh, a, a great deal of money into post-launch mm-hmm. but that wasn't the scary part the scary part was just it being a new product mm-hmm. and um i knew how it worked and what it did my friends knew or some of them knew how it worked and what it did but was the the world Mm-hmm. going to respond to my product the way that I knew it. Uh, how can I say it? Were they going to respond to it the way that I think they should, mm-hmm. if that makes sense? And then you were also, I'm sure, like trying to figure out how do you market it, no? Yeah. So then I was thinking also, um, like, what do I do or what do I say or... How, how do I market it? But I think just as time went on, it just 
became easier because it just became easy um, because it's part of my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. High heels is what I know. Mm -hmm. High heels is what I do. I like what people say. I eat, sleep, shit, whatever. Yeah. I eat, sleep, shit, high heels. I could tell because you're like... You have to know how long the leg is, and yeah. if your foot. So I'm curious. I have flat feet. Not that the whole world needs to know this, but <laughs> what am I allowed to wear heels if I? Yeah. Have? So you, are, of course, you're allowed to wear heels. My sister, one of my sisters, she has flat feet, mm -hmm. and um, she would wear high heels, but then she would always complain about. Mm -hmm. um, they hurt, mm -hmm. or they already started hurting after an hour or so. But. Um, she was one of the first people to test um, the actual um, consumer-made product. Okay. Um, and she raves about them. And with having flat feet, what happens is, um, since you have less of an arch in your foot, mm -hmm. the foot puts even more pressure on the balls of your feet. Oh, snap. So, yeah. So, with my product and it alleviating some of that pressure, it does help you wear your high heels longer. Because it's taking some of that pressure off. Okay. Yeah. Now, with flat feet, does that cause your ankle to roll more? Is that is that what would that make that more difficult? Um, no, I wouldn't say it would make it roll okay. more. Um, with high heels, just in general, um, mm -hmm. we're putting more pressure on our knees, our ankles, and the bottom and the bottoms of our feet. Okay. So, so it sounds like for all y'all flat footers, <laughs> y'all need this really bad. Yeah. I do get a lot of customers who um, who have flat feet, mm -hmm. um, and they ask, "Will it help?" Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, so it definitely does. Where do people buy the actual product? Like, if I want to go and buy ten Online. of them, and now, and do we have to buy one per pair of shoe? Or yep. they so it is um, one per pair of shoe. They mm -hmm. aren't transferable or reusable, and mm -hmm. that's for safety reasons. I mean, like we have a certain adhesive to stick to the bottom of the shoe, and if it's peeled up or that seal is broken, then you can't really reuse it and put it on another shoe. So it is one pair per shoe. Okay, and then what is the price point of these? Um, so for one pair, it's $35. Mm -hmm. For two pair... Um, like a bulk mm -hmm. um, is sixty five, and then for like a three a three pack or three pair is ninety dollars. Um, and we also this is black, and mm -hmm. we have tan, and then we also just launched red for those ladies who have um, the oh, Louboutins. Oh wow! Yeah. Now where do where do people buy them? Online. Online. So I have my own um, online e commerce, and that's the only place where they can be purchased as of right now so are you looking to get distribution in retail um i feel like once i get more um notoriety or more notoriety more awareness of the brand mm -hmm. then i do want to branch off and get into stores because if someone's buying a shoe that day, yeah. then it's even more of a, a thing to go into the store or that same store and be able to buy a pair of gummies to wear or put on that shoe that night. Yeah, Instead I would think because it's 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 a nominal investment. So like if you go into the store, you're buying a thousand dollar pair of shoes. It makes sense to just. But in the case of I guess for right now, I'm just going to go online and just stock up. Yeah, I'm gonna stock up. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to stock up. I got you. Um, what an amazing journey that is. Now, do you want to just permanently stay in the shoe game? Have um, you thought about designing shoes? You know what? Be before this was even a thought, like I always thought, like 
you know, I, I want to be an actress. I want to be a model. Um, I love shoes. I want to be a shoe designer. Mm -hmm. So um, being a shoe designer has always been in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, but with having my product, it's um, it's something that's a, a reoccurring thought, if, if that makes sense, because mm -hmm. I, I deal with this every day. Mm -hmm. I damn near wear it every day. Um, but, you know, just in general, foot health, um, adding on to the Shoe Gummy brand is something that I want to do mm -hmm. as well. But uh, I definitely want to get into designing shoes, high heels. It doesn't even have to be just high heels. So for people that will look and obviously not hearing this interview, because after hearing this interview, it doesn't sound like this journey was easy. Mm -mm. Um, what is a day in the life of you as an entrepreneur now that you've invented the product? Mm, you know what? It, it has been easier now, mm -hmm. I would say. So up until like a few months ago, um, I was processing orders. So at the top of the year, I was wanting to have more um, give give um, at the top of the year. I wanted to have like um, the brand um, be pushed with a lot of social media presence with brand awareness, um, pushing that out so people know what the product is, how it works and all that other stuff. And um, with being more vocal on TikTok. Mm -hmm. TikTok just took it and like spun it around and I was getting orders like left and right. TikTok wow. is like a whole nother ball game. Wow. Um, so at one point I was processing over 3000 orders just with this company mm -hmm. at home by myself. Wow. So you were definitely working like long, like 10 hour days, I would assume. Or yeah. Um, like I would have moments where, oh, I'm processing and it's coming to the end. And then maybe I get a little break and then I come back. It's like a few hundred more orders to wow. like get, you know, rolling and all that other stuff. It's definitely it was a blessing. Mm -hmm. It is a blessing mm -hmm. for sure. Um, so that was my day with like processing orders, mm -hmm. um, emails, mm -hmm. um, dealing with um people's like customer service, customer service um, even social media at a certain point. And then I brought in um, the girl who works for me now, which she has been like a, a blessing because she picks up all my slack with, mm -hmm. um, I can't do it all. Yeah. So if you want to get to a certain point when you have a business, you can't do it all. Mm -hmm. And building and having the right team around you is definitely needed because mm -hmm. I feel like um, if it wasn't for her coming um, and stepping in place for me, I wouldn't be where I am right now because okay. I can't I couldn't process orders and be in social be on social media and run the page how it is and do look at emails and my own personal. Mm -hmm. So and then did you have to learn e-commerce, too, in addition? Like did, I mean, when I say e-commerce, did you have to learn like the digital platform or the tech platform? Yeah. Um, so you were like learning, yeah, working, yep, and scaling, which is yeah, extremely tough. So, and then doing the marketing, yeah. At the time, um, I was getting quotes from like a lot of people to like build me a website mm -hmm. and do all this other stuff, logo, and um, I I just thought, you know what, maybe let me just take a week and let me just see how I can do it on my own. Wow. So I just sat back there um, through. 
the um, website platform that I'm using and I pretty much built my own website. You. Wow. Look at you. So I'm not even going to lie. I would be afraid. But lately I've been curious, like sometimes like even on dealing with the podcast, I'll say, oh, I'm curious what say Jared does or what Katie does. This is my crew. Shout out to my crew. Mm -hmm. But I'm always curious, like what they're they're like, I guess, their perspective and what their work is like or what they see and what they come across. Yeah. Um, it and, can be very tedious. Yeah. I mean, before even Shoe Gummy, um, I was building um, my brand Fancy Goods. Mm-hmm. I felt like this company was was too stagnant at the time and I just needed something like popping off doing something and I like started a lash brand, Fancy Goods. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started with my web designing with that. Mm-hmm. So then when it finally came for me to launch Shoe Gummy, already knew like the ins and outs of how to work all that back there with designing the website. Mm -hmm. I just knew, okay, what type of pictures do I need? What's the verbiage and um, what needs to be said to the customer and all this other type of stuff. So So I, I think I have like one last question. So when you're building these brands, how are you getting the money to pay for the brands? Are you raising capital? Are you getting business loans? Like how do you... Or do you like save money and then like kind of like I'm trying to figure out like how do you how does a like how do you go from like eating pickled eggs to like (laughs) two brands? So um, I would say either money that was saved, Mm -hmm. um, money I was making Mm -hmm. at the time, Mm -hmm. um, money that I was making from uh, another business as well. Like, you probably rolled the money from the last brand into the gummy. I would assume, right? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So this isn't your first rodeo at, like, e-commerce? No. 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 Um, It's just, as I built each brand, I knew what to do also and what not to do Mm -hmm. in uh, in each stage. Because with starting with certain things, I messed up with a lot. Mm uh, messed up a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, knew that, damn, I didn't even have to do that then. And now I'm spending money on that. And then now it has to come here. So with each company, I knew or I started to know, okay, we're going to wait to do that. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to do this first or this and, and that. So it, it it is a learning experience just with having a company just, just in general. Yeah, yeah. And you know what to do and what not to do. And yeah. Yeah, uh, I. It's funny. I have a love hate relationship with entrepreneurship because when you learn, it's like you take it on the chin. Like I saw this clip. Like Lauren London had said, like you get chin checked in life. Yeah. You own a brand. Like there's nothing that chin checks you more than losing a fat check on a yeah. mistake that you're like, damn, I should have re yeah. did that. But I promise you, ain't gonna make that that mistake twice. Yeah. Um, I was literally just talking to a friend of mine about like a lot of mistakes that I I made with developing shoe gummy at first. Mm-hmm. So when I first had my first um my first prototype, mm-hmm. I thought that was the end all be all. <laughs> this is it. This is what we're going to market with. And with that prototype, I did um lab testing. Mm-hmm. So I I got to um uh, lab test the product. And what that consists of, they had a few ladies who wore um, the same type of heel with the gummy um, put on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And when they did the, the testing, 
the lab results showed exactly what I knew the product did with mm-hmm. taking a lot of the pressure off the balls of the feet. But on the other back end, I failed the stability part of that lab testing and I couldn't go to market with the product. But did you already like press up a bunch of it or? Thousands of them. Oh no. Yeah. So I was like, that's the end all be all. I did maybe like Mm -hmm. 5,000 pairs of these little gummies just thinking this is it. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going with. It was the wrong type of material Mm because that material didn't stick with any type of adhesive I was trying to play with or get to work Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, The product was faulty. Mm -hmm. It was too small. The shape was off and all this other type of stuff. So I had to go back to the drawing board and fix what was wrong with the product. And luckily the guy who owned the lab testing facility, he gave me some pointers on what to do to make the product better. Because what it was doing was it was rolling the ankle. Okay. So with how the product was and the women in the videos walking, you can see them walking and their ankles going out like that. So I couldn't go to market with a a faulty product and possibly get a lawsuit or something. So I'm sure that had to have been like kind of shattering for you. Yeah, because I was thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this lab testing and it's going to be good. And in a few months, I'm going to be on the shelves or I'm going to (laughs) be selling online. And it was just more of a slap in the face. And it was hard because I was like, yo, I know what this does. Why is it so hard to get this out because yeah. that wasn't the first hurdle it was before that it was my patent oh, wow. um with getting my patent it was two years before we even got seen by a patent examiner and when the patent examiner looked at my product um they gave us obvious misrejections Eating my bro. at&t connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And what that's what those are, um, they're based off of things that are already that are already in the database that do something with the bottom of the shoe. Mm-hmm. But it's not really like your product. So we had to go back and forth with her for like six months. Wow. And that's And you're paying they're paying yeah. out. Yeah. But you're fighting and you're not even quitting. Because most people probably would have been like, oh, forget it. Yeah. And this, I think maybe that was even almost four years into even starting just everything just in general. And at a certain point, when you're in so far with that, forget the money and certain things. It's just like my time and I know what this, what, I know what my product does. I know how it works. Why is it this hard? Mm -hmm. I, I, I just didn't understand. And I would have like moments where I would just break down and fuck up my whole week, honestly, wow. just thinking like, I don't understand why is this not going to work? Um, why can't this patent just go through? I'm failing this over here. Like, is it ever going to happen? Like, I just felt I stopped so much in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be my A game. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going with. And it was just not working out. And I just thought, what? What am I going to do if this doesn't go? Wow. And that's a long journey because we're in 2022. Yeah. 2009. And 2009, was was that the first date that you actually put it on the bottom of the shoe? Yeah. Yeah. So for everybody that's listening, if you think about this, that's over 10 years mm-hmm. of back and forth, like basically climbing up the mountain, taking like 10 steps forward and then like falling a couple feet. 
Yeah. And then you got to keep your gas burning the entire time. That's yeah, that's nuts. And then again, it goes back to like what a lot of people say. It's just not overnight. It's yeah. not overnight it's at like, all. I watch I would watch Shark Tank a lot and you watch that stuff and like some people are like, bam, they just hit it off overnight. Mm-hmm. Overnight success. Um, didn't really have to put anything into it. They started six months ago. Mm-hmm. They had their first prototype and a prototype and did this and then that. And I was like, how is it so simple for them? Mm-hmm. Like, why does this have to be so hard? And then somebody at the time was just telling me, sometimes great things take time and I'm just like yeah I get that but I want it now (laughs) like what about now like I don't got time for that but it honestly has it has made me who I am today Mm -hmm. because from those times where I just thought I'm getting all this bad news my whole week is messed up I don't want to hear it I I I have taken those moments and groomed myself into okay if I have a problem how how do I fix it? Yeah. What yeah. In, instead of blowing up, being bratty about it? Yeah. Okay. What's the steps to fix it? It can't be fixed. How do we go around it? Mm-hmm. All right. Push it to the side. What what do we do mm-hmm. about it? Um, and if I was the same person that I was back then, like having fits and headaches and um, are you like crying cry, a lot? Crying yeah. a lot, like. Just boo hoo, mm-hmm. like um, I just I, I I wouldn't have the company that I have right now being that person. Yeah. So my companies have groomed me into a, a, a better woman, a better entrepreneur, mm-hmm. to actually run a business how it should be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have so much appreciation for you and. I say it all the time, man. It's it's so easy to fall in love with people like on this show mm-hmm. because it's just like hearing that journey is like it's crazy. That that's a crazy journey. And, and yeah, it it's funny because you look at a product like shoe gummy and it's like this product that like literally saves you know saves and, com- and comforts you and helps you so much and it's it's you have to think so far out of the box to get to it but yeah. just to think of the journey yeah. of it. it 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 definitely has been a journey it still is a journey but even if i was on the outside looking in you would look at this like that took nothing to make yeah that's like, a, it's that, crazy. How, what did you possibly need to to do that or this or whatever? And it just it it took a lot of research, development, time, tears, fallouts on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, but I have it, to ask though. Like, do you remember two 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 memories? I, I would like to just know like what was going on. Like was like when you got your patent approved and officially passed lab testing Mm -hmm. and then your first sale, like your first sale of somebody you did not know, like, ding, ding. It was like, ah. So when my patent got approved, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder. Mm -hmm. I felt like, okay, this, that's not it, but it's it's going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that that push, that something, that more that I felt like I needed mm-hmm. to give me, like, some reassurance that this is going to work. Okay. Um, and then that first sale, I um, honestly, when I pushed that button to open sales, um, I had my phone on 
and um, I was recording myself. And I kid you not, as like sales started to come in, come as sales started to come in, I was freaking out. <laughs> I was bawling, crying. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, what am I selling? Like, are they gonna like it? Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is gonna happen? Like, are they gonna know what to do? Are they gonna put it on correctly? Like, what are they gonna say about it? I'm like literally freaking out because it's not like a lip gloss. Mm-hmm. Like, lip gloss is, is done like a thousand, minute, a thousand million times. Mm-hmm. Somebody buys a lip gloss, they either like the color, they put it on, you know? Mm-hmm. But this is something that it hasn't been done. Yeah. It's the first of its kind. And I just, I couldn't, just, I was, I, I don't know. That's I was crazy. freaking out. It's crazy that you thought after you did all these years of like research and everything that you still had that little bit of like possible self-doubt. Like, is it, yeah. you know, Yeah. we talked about it before, like imposter sin- uh, syndrome with like um, the CEO of Revolt. He had mentioned that he's like, there's this thing called imposter syndrome. Because I'm like, yo, sometimes I can make it to the top, but then I feel like, damn. Uh, are they going to realize who I really am or something? You know, mm-hmm. like, am I good no. enough to be here yeah. or, you know? I, I I definitely have my instances where I feel that way mm-hmm. because the, just in general, my, my product is still newer on the market. Mm-hmm. So I, I am scaling pretty fast, mm-hmm. but it's also like that, that um, voice in the back of my head, like, are we really going to do this? Yeah. Like, yeah. is this really like how we're going to go like is it really going to work is it going to be like a a big boom in sales is it going to dwindle down is it going to be a fad for something Mm -hmm. um but um one thing that always reassures me is the reviews that i get from like a lot of my customers Mm -hmm. and the the thank yous that i get from them or how this one lady in particular um it always sticks out in my mind she had foot or ankle surgery or something Mm -hmm. and she had to get pins in her ankle and she was not able to wear high heels um after doing that and she purchased the product and she was able to wear high heels again with wearing my product on the bottom of her shoes wow that's amazing well, yeah. I know for a fact I'm getting I'm I'm getting me some pairs because yes, I got some shoes. I that, got you. I, I got, got some you. shoes that have a nice layer of dust on them. <laughs> <laughs> nice layer, and it's always expensive shoes. It's never like my cheap shoes. It's like that's the thing. It's so sad. A lot of ladies hit me with that, and I'm like, we we buy these shoes whether they're cheap or expensive or whatever, and. We want to wear them. We want to look good in mm-hmm. them. So if my product is giving you an extra hour, like, girl, put them shoes on. Hell yeah. Hell like, yeah. Even, it's um, totally worth the investment. Um, I always tell Asia, um, like, when we're going out or something, and she's like, um, well, should I bring this or should I wear that? I'm like, girl, you better wear that stuff. It's just sitting in a closet. <laughs> put that stuff on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you buy it to wear it. You want to look good. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm one of those people. I'll buy a product. And first of all, it'll be in my house like less than 10 minutes. So I'll be like, let's change it to that, you know? And then I like destroy it, you know, because I'll rock it till it's like dead. And then <laughs> I'm like, let the new stuff come in. You got to wear it all. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming it. and teaching me a dish that I promise you I assure you Miss Jackson you're not gonna eat it again. I will never ever you won't even see me nibble on that thing and I'm gonna make everybody in the squad try this yeah y'all gotta try one y'all later. gotta try one because I'm gonna eat another one before I leave this thing is absolutely like I'm gonna just say you have to have a quieter taste 
Um, and you, you know what? You have great taste, clearly. Just, just in in the food area. <laughs> you know, what I don't got great taste in food. I don't know, man. I mean, I I hope to never ever be so down and out, or just even in a vicinity where pickled eggs is like my only option, because it's just. I, I think okay. everything else is great. Just just one and done. I assure you, you will never... You didn't see even it. finish that one. I can't. It's. I just want to describe for all y'all listeners, it's like a hard egg. It, it tastes vinegary, which the taste I can get past. It's the texture and just... I'm just not rocking it. Like, I'm good. But I'm going to rock some shoe gummies. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your time. Thank Shout you. Shout out to all our listeners. Definitely check out. Where can we check you out, follow up with you, and, like, keep up with you? So you can check me out on Instagram as um, Miss Jackson. as M-I-S-S Jackson. In my bio is pretty much all my company's tag, Shoe Gummy, Fancy Goods, Chic Beauty. Um, and a website as well on TikTok, Miss um, Jackson 007. Okay. So um, you can catch me there as well. And, um, yeah. All right. Peace out, y'all. For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's brand new Season 2. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.